Hey, beautiful people. My name's Amber, and this is A Nanny's Life. This podcast is dedicated to highlighting the full experience of career caregivers both on and off the clock. So welcome to the potty, friend. Make yourself at home. So this week, we're talking friendship and community. So I brought along one of my best nanny friends to help me cover this topic. She's the creator of the IG Live series, A Different World, which illuminates some of the challenges of being a black nanny in America. And she's also your fave queer nanny, teaching us how to be true allies to the LGBTQ plus community and not enemies of progress. Welcome to the party, Cammy. Hi. Hi. How you feeling, okay, that friend? That was really cute. Thank you. You know, I got to do my people right. <laughs> How you feeling today? You know, I'm a little on the sleepy side, but you know. Cammy woke up for me, y'all. <laughs> I appreciate no, you. Good, I'm good, awake. good. I'm good. <laughs> do you want to do um, your own kind of intro? Just, you know, what you want to be called, your preferred pronouns, maybe your years in this industry? Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Cammy. I oh my pronouns are she, her, hers. I am a career nanny of ten years now. Um, I've been a caregiver for fifteen. Years. So I've been in the childcare industry for fifteen years now. Yeah. Um, what else? That's it. <laughs> I don't like talking about myself. That's it. <laughs> Okay, Cam, but um, I'm so glad you're here to talk about friendship. I'm always on IG talking about how Nanny Steve, Nanny friends, and I mean that. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like you're the perfect person to talk to because we have like become like actual friends, but we've only known yeah. each other like for real, for real, for like what eight months? <laughs> yeah, since our first play date was in. February? Yeah, our first play date was yeah. February of this year, um, and I still I can't believe it. Like, no, it definitely feels longer than that. Yeah, but, you know. Um, I don't remember the first time I slid in your DMs because that's how this started. Yeah, I well I don't remember, <laughs> but I looked, I did some research, and. In 2020, I posted about the weather in Atlanta, and you responded to that. (laughs) And I think I just, like, put a heart on it, and I didn't actually, like, respond, respond. I'm terrible. Um, But then, like, the following year, so probably July of 2021, last year, that's when we started to kind of talk back and forth, and that's when you let me know that your kiddo was a similar age to my kiddo, and that we should be, like, having play dates and stuff, and it took seven eight months for us to actually make it happen but we made it happen <laughs> finally yeah because yeah, I couldn't I couldn't leave with my kiddo yet so mm. I was navigating that um and I just needed to I was trying to find somebody I haven't been like stalking you not stalking but I haven't following you on Instagram I guess apparently since 2020 I don't even know how I ended up following you or like how I came across your page because I didn't use my nanny page a lot at the Mm. time I don't know maybe wow I really don't know how you popped up but anyway I was like ooh a black nanny (laughs) 
That's probably how, because I, I did used to use that hashtag. I used to hashtag oh, yeah. my stuff, Black Nanny. I sure did. That's probably it then. <laughs> but I was like, I need to find my circle ASAP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're a transplant. You moved here. Is that you moved in 2020? Yeah, right at the peak of the pandemic. <laughs> Wild. Literally. Wild. Yeah. So you moved to and Atlanta and you with... started looking for friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Because I was with a different... I was, with, I was in a different position. Because mm. I started with them last year. So I must have clearly just been trying to, I don't know, start some conversation. No, that's <laughs> understandable. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like more nannies need to do that. Like slide in people's DMs, start conversations with people you feel like you might have things in common with. Because I had no idea this girl would actually become like my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, truly. Yeah. I highly recommend sliding in DMs. It yeah. always worked out for me. <laughs> My favorite people have found me in my DMs. So <laughs> thank y'all for that. Because I am like a serious introvert. Like I will have a conversation with you online all day. But as far as like actually hanging out, I'm not nope. good at that. <laughs> I was like, you're going to be our friend. <laughs> no, I'm working on it. Um, and I'm so glad you slid into my DMs. Because like I said, we've become like real friends but also nanny friends yeah um we play date with kiddos and then then we hang out without them Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um and that has worked out but I think that it's important to talk about how finding nanny friends isn't always going to look one specific way I think people we really want to find that like unicorn for lack of a better term where you can have that Mm -hmm. friend at work and at home but like that's not always going to be the case. It doesn't always have to be the case. And you're not going to find that like full friend without meeting several people and seeing Mm -hmm. what you have in common with other people. Um, Some nanny friends are just for play dates and that's okay. This is very true. (laughs) And some nanny friends are Um, not for play dates because you have a different philosophy. Mm -hmm. And that, um, yeah, I, feel like the more like the more aligned you are with like your nanny friends and then whether they're your nanny friends and just your nanny friends or like your nanny friends and they turn into like your real friends the better but it's like alignment but not perfectly aligned Mm -hmm. because it's good to have you know different opinions and stuff like that it keeps the things keeps the relationships spicy It does. And y'all, me and Cammy be having different opinions. <laughs> like we have already had a couple of instances where we needed to check in with each other. But I feel like yeah. that's the dope thing about real friendship, adult friendship, mature friendship, is mm-hmm. that respect is the foundation. And you want to always make sure that you're extending a, some level of grace, but also respecting your friend. You can agree yeah. to disagree on things. You can call your friend in as Cammie likes to say and be like actually friend that's not cool (laughs) that's problematic um yeah and stuff like that but I feel like I would never I would not still be in this industry had I not started focusing on making friends 
who understand what this lifestyle is like because like yeah. only nannies get it no honestly truly and it gets lonely mm-hmm. without um i had like a good tribe before i moved here and honestly i was the only nanny in that group everybody else was like the moms mm-hmm. but they were like you know not like the bougie moms they were like very down to earth they were like yeah come over let's do this and da 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 and blah 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 and your kiddo's like yeah fine you go do this and we'll we'll watch the kids like whatever um so I wanted to not recreate that but I knew I knew what helped me like battle and tackle a lot of things um just having that support back mm-hmm. home so I definitely was like ooh not only am I in the middle of a panini press yeah. I'm in a new place and yeah I moved here for a reason <laughs> yeah no. um so I need to the faster I can get some friends and like friends within the industry and get that tribe started the better <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I think it changes your whole experience like when you like you said it gets really lonely feeling like you mm-hmm. don't have um any sort of like colleagues co-workers companionship on the job because yeah. like as much as we want our bosses to be our co- co-workers in a way they're not <laughs> and there's a lot of things that you cannot say to your bosses without it being either taken personally or them assuming that you're disgruntled um there's a lot of things that you need to talk through with somebody before you present it to your bosses Mm -hmm. Um, and like you and I have both found like talking to people in our lives who have never nannied about some of our challenges and the obstacles that we are trying to overcome for them it's hard to understand right because Mm -hmm. work and professionalism are black and white in a lot of other places like you do this or you do this like it's that simple it's not supposed to be emotional Mm -hmm. it's not supposed to be personal like you know, you give two weeks notice. Why would you give more than two weeks notice? Or why don't yeah. you leave your job when, as soon as your bosses get home? Like things like that. Like, why would you deal with things that are not in your job description just because you're in their house? Like mm-hmm. talking to people who are not nannies about stuff like that. They just look at us like we have five heads. Cause it's like, yeah. <laughs> you're choosing to put yourself in that position or you're choosing to subject mm-hmm. yourself to XYZ treatment. But the truth of it is it's very nuanced in the nanny industry I feel like it's so mm-hmm. hard to take that black and white approach to work so that's I love talking to nanny friends and having people to talk to every single day just even just to shoot a text and be like today is not the day <laughs> I'm going through xyz and like you know I have a friend to you know talk you off the ledge a little bit it's mm-hmm. paramount because I definitely slide in your in your messages like Friend. am I tripping or no like guess what yes am I tripping that's <laughs> and, that's what nanny friends are for mm-hmm. <laughs> and you always usually usually I'm not <laughs> you usually validate my feelings however you you have a way to help me explain things or like get my feelings across a little bit mm-hmm. you know more um I don't want to say eloquently but like in a way where I could possibly be able to get the things that I need still Mm -hmm. without, you know, like pissing too many people off. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is, it's a tightrope. It's like, 
you got to be careful you got to advocate for yourself but you also got to consider how the person is going to perceive what you're saying and it's it's so Mm -hmm. much extra work and i i do the same thing like i'm like okay now (laughs) tell me if i'm crazy because what is happening you know um yeah, I'm just so grateful that I have people that I can text every single day and just be no, like, honestly, truly. here's where I'm at <laughs> with this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even like being able to talk about nanny stuff, but also just like talk about some of our conversations. We tackle so many different topics, like within a 10 minute span, it's wild. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about nanny stuff. And then next thing you know, we talking about something travel related or like just you know we be all over the place yeah like very random things so you know i don't have no filter so <laughs> no and my favorite thing about like having like when we do play dates and stuff like that if i'm on if i'm at the playground with my kiddos and a parent starts a conversation with me nine times out of ten they're like locked into the conversation right Whereas my head is on a swivel because these are not my kids. I cannot just look away. <laughs> yeah. I cannot just hope that they will do the right thing. I have to pay attention to them. So I love like being able to do play dates with you because we can literally stop mid-sentence, go to rescue someone, you know, solve a problem, whatever, whatever. And then we'll come back and we might get back to it. We might not. But yeah. there's a mutual understanding that like we're at work. <laughs> this is how mm-hmm. it goes. And it's, it's really helpful. I think it's helpful that our kiddos not only like each other but they like us mm-hmm. like my kiddo like you your kiddo likes me so it's like we can it's almost having like well yeah there's two nannies never mind <laughs> no but it's almost like we work the same. <clears throat> like we're working together like whoever's mm-hmm. closest to whichever kid you know can help them out like we both have conversations with each other's nanny kiddo like it just makes it that much more natural you know because it's yeah. like we're just all here hanging out together rather than mm-hmm. here's my lane here's your lane stay there but it, t- it, yeah. it takes a specific kind of nanny friend to get there yeah I was gonna say you can't you can't you won't have that that synergy with all of your nanny friends and that's you know that's okay like yeah. some nanny friends you have for this type of play day, like some of them you have for specific themes mm-hmm. too, like, and you gotta, I feel like that depends on the nanny and like the nanny's kiddo. So like, once you get to know people and be like, mm, that nanny probably wouldn't want to come to this. So mm-hmm. that's, this is not the play date for them. Or like, you just know, <laughs> or like, oh, we're doing this. Automatically, I think of like, I'm going to invite them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. No, that makes total sense because certain things, like if I'm if we're gonna be outside for four and a half hours in the heat, I want somebody that I know that I get along with, that my kiddo is comfortable with, that like is a similar type of caregiver to me, like it's gonna handle conflict Mm -hmm. similarly to me, so that there's not I'm not managing my relationship with this other nanny as well as managing the kiddos on the outing no Uh it's so true yeah it's so true and we have to be careful not to take offense when we don't end up in the circle right like yeah sometimes that's a blessing (laughs) sometimes it's a circle of people who function differently than you and have decided that you you know may not fit into it and that's 
I mean, it's okay. It happens yeah. as we're I mean, getting to same. know each other. Yeah. I, I treat, that's how I navigate like all my friendships, like my relationships in general, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've gotten better now being like less devastated about like maybe somebody not fitting into the mm-hmm. circle <clears throat> and more like, okay, this person is, we were only supposed to have this relationship for this amount of time and like it was great or it wasn't great and like now you're not here yeah <laughs> it's fine <laughs> yeah it's that reason season <clears throat> lifetime like mentality like some people you only hang out with because they're a nanny in your area and it's easy y'all hang out during the day that's cute some nanny friends it's a season like I've had nannies who I've talked to back and forth every single day on the internet for a year, two years. And then all of a sudden it's like, actually, this isn't a very good fit. And maybe I made the choice. Maybe they made the choice. But yeah, you were there for a season. Shout out to you. Moving on. And then you have some people, very few, (laughs) who can be in your life for a lifetime and who you feel like you can be friends with them, even if you both leave the industry, which is Mm -hmm. like a big teller to me, like yeah definitely if I'm not going to hit you up outside of work then your, your reason or your season you know um, right but my friend. when is we going to get a drink <laughs> truly truly <laughs> yes because I like even I'm a different person at work than I am I mean everybody is to some degree but I feel like mm-hmm. I'm a pretty different person my work persona and even like this nanny persona versus like the rest of me <laughs> and I'm if gonna, we can get I'm along through agree. all of that yeah right <laughs> yeah. you know you get a little for me little, anyway you have a little more spice to you you know <laughs> i do i do i do and if you can flow with me through all of that like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. major yes i will i'm gonna say that you are probably one of my favorite Capricorns because I don't like too many of them. <laughs> That's major, y'all. People don't be liking Capricorns. <laughs> we a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also think that we really underestimate the value of nanny friendships as it pertains to navigating this industry. Like, not just in the moment right because we have that Mm -hmm. like day-to-day am I tripping conversation but you also have that um long-term outlook that I think Mm -hmm. can be hard to see as a nanny I feel like it's a lot of times you feel like you get pigeonholed and you're just doing the same thing day in and day out forever um and a lot of people feel like in order to live your life you have to leave this industry but if you have good solid nanny friends You can problem solve your way into more fitting positions, um, into navigating like real life, like, you know, credit worthiness and like buying homes Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, Even starting a family, if you choose to do that, like if you know a nanny who's done it and you can speak freely to them, you know, without necessarily having to pay a fee, like that's lit, you know? Yeah. It's life changing. Um, I feel like, well, I know that you and I have had conversations that aren't just focused on the like now excuse me and I do feel like because honestly if I'm 
I have, since I moved here, this is probably the most that I have considered being like, you know, maybe, mm. maybe this is my time to like pivot, as they say, <laughs> pivot out or, or you know, <clears throat> excuse me, like <laughs> find something different or like go back to corporate America, like, I don't know, something, mm. go to the school district, which corporate America and school district, both of those things in my mind are like, why would you, why would you do either? (laughs) Why? Um, So I think being able to, having nanny friends, you and other nanny friends um, to talk to about like my frustration when it comes to like longevity in this Mm -hmm. industry have really, really helped me like stay especially through this panini press mm. and just moving like relocating and things being totally different in Atlanta than right here yeah <laughs> yeah then like Wisconsin like that's those are like night and day <laughs> um places has been a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah nannies nanny friends are yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say life or death, but sometimes it gets real like that. <laughs> no, I think I think if more people, if more nannies had friends who maybe have been in the industry longer than them, or who have seen more than they have, and are able to, you know, get really candid with them and mm-hmm. talk through some things, I think we would retain so many more quality caregivers. You know, because sometimes it takes seeing that it's possible Um, Mm -hmm. and seeing that it's possible from someone who was in the trenches like you were. Because a lot of times we feel like our experience is completely unique Mm -hmm. and to some degree it is. But like everything under the sun (laughs) has already been done. Like somebody Mm -hmm. has been through what you're going through. And I don't know. I just want more nannies to be able to create the life they deserve you know stay in this industry but on your terms yes and not have to necessarily feel like they need to dare I say capitalize Mm. off of it I mean like to a certain extent obviously because this is our living but like you can be a career nanny and that can be that can be it like you don't you don't have to it doesn't have to be like okay well what's next they're like how are you gonna how are you gonna turn this into some type of outside business or blah 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 like some people we are happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're happy being career nannies and like we don't we're not looking for a a fallback in that way or like a plan bcd like I understand like having having like a backup plan right but like always looking for like the next thing I don't know if that makes sense no it does it does I remember (laughs) last year I made a post that basically was like I'm just a nanny but more than enough because Mm -hmm. I feel like we this industry spends so much time trying to legitimize the work that we do and one mistake that we make in that process is being like, but I'm not just a nanny. 
And granted, no one is just anything, right? We all have all these different facets to us that make up the person that we are. But the title of nanny is plenty. And Mm -hmm. the more we push this narrative of you absolutely have to do something else, something in addition to being a nanny, the more we take away from the amazing thing that it is to be a nanny. Like being a nanny is God's Mm -hmm. work. I always say it. And if you go to work 40, 45, 50 hours a week and take care of children or even less hours than that, because children are mentally, it's a lot. It takes a lot. Um, That's plenty. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. plenty. And it takes having a friend who is like, why would you do extra? Like if you're not actually passionate about that, you know, Mm -hmm. because the messaging is out there, especially on social media. The messaging is that, oh, that's cute. You take care of kids or whatever. But what else do you do? What else are you prepared yeah. for? How else are you going to live your life? And it's bad enough that it comes from society. But coming from within the industry, I think we underestimate how detrimental that can be to the mindset of mm-hmm. the collective, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like we are losing so many, like, good career nannies, like, or people that maybe are early in their career, but were, like, super passionate about it. And now they're, like... Honestly, like the first few years of being a nanny are not for the week. Okay, you're gonna go through, you're Mm -hmm. gonna go through things. You gotta, you're learning a lot. Like, and even long-term career nannies are, we don't know it all. Still, like it's it's still a learning process, like every day. But like in the beginning, you have to figure out how to navigate so many things. And if you don't have if you don't have nanny friends, if you don't have that support, and then on top of that, hearing like from seasoned nannies or from people who aren't seasoned but wanted to be seasoned, but then it didn't work out for them. So now they tell other people like, oh, you need to do something else because, you know, yeah. this nanny career is not sustainable. That's yeah like very detrimental like you are kind of killing people's passions and dreams before they even get started for real for real yeah and that's important to note like so again we're going back to reason season lifetime right some people take a nanny job for a reason I my first nanny job was so that I could fill my gap year what I what I thought would be a gap year I never went back to school but (laughs) Um, between undergrad and grad school it was it was a reason and then when I finished that job which which carried on for three years I was like well maybe I was just meant to be a nanny for a season what else can I do Um, Mm -hmm. but I realized that I was very passionate about this work and I committed to it and I was like you know what I'm really gonna make a career out of this I'm gonna keep going and there's nothing wrong with you know 10-15 years in being like actually I'm hanging up my hat there's nothing wrong with that. This this industry is exhausting <laughs> and it can wear you down in ways. But mm-hmm. when you do decide to exit, when you do decide to pivot out, it is important that you don't discourage people who are just getting started because mm-hmm. it does look, it looks silly to come into a situation where you're already seeing their what looks like there is no positive end result right if you see somebody Mm -hmm. that's silly that's like you know making the same mistakes you saw somebody else do if you see somebody who says 
the last 15 years of my life meant nothing and now I'm starting over and no one should do what I do why would I stay in a, in, a, in this career you know yeah. whereas if you approach it more like this was a beautiful season in my life I'm glad I was able to impact the lives I was able to I can't wait to see what happens in this industry that sort of perspective is encouraging mm-hmm. whereas the yeah. other one is discouraging right and I think that's the key word too like it's all about perspective because mm-hmm. just how you just gave the two different that gives a totally different like feeling and like yeah oh that no I don't want that one that don't sound good <laughs> it is like the same situation but a different perspective like oh okay yeah like okay this might actually work mm-hmm. it gives me like hope yeah and that's why you need your own friends because there's one thing to see what's on the internet and there's another thing to talk to a real person I feel like a lot of time like like I said I am a different person <laughs> off the clock and off this here internet okay I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little I'm a little more fun okay and <laughs> a little more blunt <laughs> a little more mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. and I think most people are like that most people have the professional filter that we put on particularly when we're on these pages representing the nanny industry or whatever so when we make statements public statements big sweeping generalizations they are typically only 70% accurate right we're probably not telling the whole story um Mm -hmm. and there are reasons for that (laughs) there are reasons of professionalism and not stepping on toes and all that good stuff but when you have real people in real life to have real conversations with you can dial that down to what it really is you know the truth of it all and you can take away the fluff you can take away the fact that it's a highlight reel on this here internet <laughs> and you can drill it down to what really works in real life, you know, mm-hmm. um, instead of just being informed by strangers. Yeah. I will say that um, <laughs> my Instagram present. <laughs> uh, I feel like I kind of came in a little hot. A little bit. Little you bit, know, yeah. but I, I feel like, um, I feel like because of that, I have the, the people that follow me and like actually really like probably appreciate it. They, you know, they let me know. And the other ones, I've either been blocked or they're no longer, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're no longer here. Um, I don't know. I'm weird about my Instagram now. At least, well, my, yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel different and different about it. Like to a certain degree, I do. I'm not as nearly as blunt as I am. Off. You are not. You are. You are not. <laughs> but that I. But I am still very, very blunt mm-hmm. still on my page. Um, but it's not like I just. It's not like random, like hoofla, like the things that I'm usually, I'm going to say passionate about (laughs) are usually things that are like a part of my values and like align with like my nanny practice or things that I feel like people should, that we as an industry should think deeper about. Um, And so I talk about it and I feel like 
if there's a, an agency or a family that comes across my page and they see something and they're like, whoa, one, what is it on my page that's making you go, oh no, I don't, I don't want to work with this person because mm-hmm. I'm pro all of these things or like because I don't shy away from like hard conversations, like then we probably, we probably don't need to, mm-hmm. we probably don't need to be friends or work together or any of that. Um, but then I do also understand like, okay, girl, like sometimes you probably should reel it in. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that though. But I think that also, that. <laughs> yeah, no, I love how you came in hot, honestly. It got my attention for sure. For sure, because it takes a level of security in yourself and your beliefs. And also just that's wisdom to be like, you know, what? I'm going to present my whole self up front. (laughs) So there's no questions, comments, concerns. You can either get with it or get out. I love that because I think I think that translates to nanny life in a in a major way, because I found that like when you go into an interview and you set your standards, like not even talking about like lifestyle type things, but like what you will and won't accept from a position. Mm-hmm. Families tend to adhere to what happened in the interview. For the most part, you draw up a contract and you're in the interview and you're like, actually guaranteed hours is non-negotiable. Like I actually don't like work from home parents. Sorry. I know that's not the era we're in right now, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the standards that you set off top when you first meet a person, it does help inform how they interact with you going forward. And I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of us run into conflict with our families, not because they have blatantly disrespected us in a in a in a way that they're aware of, but because something has now come up and we need to talk and we need to adjust mm-hmm. and they tend to have trouble <laughs> adjusting. So shout out yeah. to you, Cammy, for keeping it one hundred <laughs> at all times. <laughs> we love it. Oh goodness, we do. Okay, that's good to know. No, absolutely. <laughs> but that is one of the ways that I got other nanny friends off of that. I was just like, how I'm supposed to. How am I supposed to be out here? Like y'all gonna engage or no? And one of one of our other close friends has was was um what's the word I'm looking for? That friendship was established. Yeah. From that the moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. She was compelled. <laughs> she was so, yeah, compelled. It's um yeah, it's been great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's okay to be selective with the people you surround yourself with, you know? Yes, I mean, yeah, I'm going to 100% agree. Yeah. And today, I think, I feel like I don't want to say, no, I am. I think it's okay to bet your friends, too. Mm-hmm. Not in, like, the blatant, like, obvious betting way, but, like, you got to make sure that y'all are a good fit for each other because you might think that somebody is is like aligning with you or like you know y'all mesh well and then next thing you know you realize that y'all have fundamental differences and Mm -hmm. like 
actually. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to have like to disagree on certain things, to have different views, as long as they are not rooted in oppression. Um, but when when they are when y'all's fundamental like views don't align, like it's not gonna ever work. That friendship is not gonna go too far mm-hmm. <laughs> because. No, we're basically like this, bumping heads all the time. So, yeah, I bet <laughs> your friends. <laughs> but also, that's what happens when you go deep, right? Like, sometimes you can see from a distance that this is going to be a surface level, specific reason acquaintanceship. Mm-hmm. And that is okay. It serves a purpose. It might get you through your day as an Annie, it may entertain you a little bit. Um, but once you start to go deep and talk about like real stuff, you you have to be prepared for things to go one way or the other. Cause yeah. yeah. And that's okay. It is absolutely okay. Keep it cute. It is. Keep it cute. <laughs> Put them on mute. That is always an option. Can we get bars today? <laughs> Wow, that's not where I was going with that, but that is always an option. (laughs) I'm about to put that on the shirt. (laughs) Keep it cute and put them on mute, Lordy. Yeah, oh my goodness. That's muted everything. You can mute them on social media, mute them in your phone, you know, mute them in your head. So there's so many ways that that can be interpreted. Oh, right, I'm on it. Cammy, guys, Cammy, she'll be here all week. She will be here all week. But I also put me on the track. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. Say no more. I got you. (laughs) Um, I do want to touch on just for a little bit how okay, having nanny friends of all sorts, like even just acquaintances, Mm -hmm. but more than anything, continuing the conversation with other caregivers. Literally elevates the entire industry. I feel like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's why you can't interview friends. I feel like <laughs> when. Um, I have no idea what I. Oh, okay. So elevating the industry uh-huh. by continuing the conversation. I think the more that we talk to other nannies the more that we can establish and reinforce standards of this industry, standards of care, things like that. I feel like families, whether they mean to or not, tend to thrive on nannies not knowing (laughs) or nannies not having friends in the industry because you can be like, actually, this is what works for our family, so we thought this. And if you have never talked to another nanny who, like, there is nothing like saying to a nanny, I make X amount of dollars, or I work X amount of hours, or I do X extra tasks, and them looking at you like you have six heads. There is nothing more sobering than that. And you've realized, like, okay, I'm tripping. This is crazy. I mean, I've had conversations with nannies in situations that I could not even imagine, first of all. But also, I like, how are you functioning through that? Like, how is that working for you? But it took hearing me be like, oh, no. <laughs> for them to be like, okay, I'm not doing this. And, like, go back and have yeah. a conversation, a confident conversation. 
with the families they work for and either amend their agreement or walk away. But as the, mm-hmm. the longer we stay isolated and quiet and this whole like secret society thing, the the less we can achieve as as a collective, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ooh, just thinking. Think if you would have known what I was dealing with and how much I was getting paid back home Uh-oh. before I moved here, you would have been like, okay, girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I will say like the industry as far as like pay has just from last year to this year has like jumped mm-hmm. so much. I've been like, Oh, because I, I have asked for some mm-hmm. more money mm-hmm. multiple times already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> and sometimes it's just I've been like, wow, things are really moving forward. Things are escalating. Um, but it's I feel like it's no different than like, you know, how the wage gap was between men and women and like... Mm-hmm. Because nobody talked about it, that's one of the reasons why it's not as big as it was before, but it's still, Mm -hmm. still there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But people are actually being like, talking to their coworkers and being like, oh, this person makes this much, we have the same position, we are doing the same exact thing, and they're making three times as much as me, and actually, I'm more qualified than them. Mm, That part. And then now you have like things that you can, in you know, other positions, there's an HR. So that's the other thing. We have to be our own HR. We have to be our own um, EO and all, mm-hmm. all, of, all of the things. So yeah, I definitely agree. Like we need to talk more candidly, more openly, whether even if we are like, because I think talking about money to other people in general is uncomfortable especially if you already feel like yeah especially if you already feel like you aren't making enough or like you might get judged for like girl why aren't you no hold on (laughs) why are you only why are you accepting that like uh uh-uh um it will make it a lot I don't want to say easier but better for us to hold not only ourselves, but families, agencies, parents to the standard. And like, if everybody finally gets on the same page, then it won't look so wild when nannies are like, no, this is this is my rate. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I bring to the table and this is my rate. And families will either be like, instead of them trying to negotiate you to a lower rate, they'll be like, either okay yeah because they understand Mm -hmm. one they value the industry more they understand what nanny standards are so they're either like oh okay like we can do that or they're like actually that's out of our budget but like not trying to make you feel bad or Mm -hmm. holding yourself to the standard that they should be at anyway right and that mm-hmm. happens so often, families being like, this is ridiculous. You are ridiculous. Like, 
because they feel like you don't have any sort of backing you don't have anyone Mm -hmm. you know on your side so to speak um to agree with you but when they know it's like the standard like this is just how it works around here like what can you say and even like so you know how and I've been this has been something that I've been pondering for a really long time like how we can figure out a way because like nanny agencies um and these babysitting apps and these groups they have figured out ways to (laughs) critique us as caregivers and to share that information with other families right but yeah in the babysitting groups it'll be like this this babysitter worked for me and was great or this person took a fork out of my house don't ever hire them you know type things oh i will i will I will tell you about the local groups. Anywho, um, and we get, we always, you know, we get our next job based on the reference from the last job, right? But yeah. we have not gotten to a standard where families are evaluated and need a reference. Some some agencies do it, allow newer nannies to talk to the old nanny. But like, I feel like if we make more of an effort to make local friends, right? then those families who are having six, seven nannies over the course of six, seven years will be well known, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and people won't continue to. why is your to... retention rate so high? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. People won't continue to fall for the okie doke and fall into these positions that are basically a bait and switch um, mm-hmm. with a difficult family or a disrespectful family or, you know, whatever. We just, if we were talking to each other, they wouldn't be able to get over on us. Mm-hmm. in many ways yeah I feel like um the pockets of like local nannies here are so different because you have like all the different areas so it's just like because there's like a a pocket of nannies over here mm-hmm. then the other packet is over there like definitely they don't ever have a reason to like oh Let's meet in the middle and like talk about it. Oh, I just had an idea. Um, <laughs> we love ideas. <laughs> I'll, I'll slide into your text messages later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like um, because I don't know. Sometimes I, it feels like there's two different worlds going on mm-hmm. within the local industry. Because even looking at um, different agencies, like all agencies are not the same. Mm. Um, And when I first moved here, I um, was, uh, let me see, where do I wanna? Mm -hmm. I was um, shopping around. and I was um, shopping around with multiple agencies. Now, one experience was great. The other experience started off great. And then they would have me like apply for a position. Mm-hmm. And then I just never heard back from, that was just it. Like, <laughs> and this is probably an agency that is I would say it's well known so it was just like what are y'all what is happening here Mm -hmm. like 
Um, yeah, so that was weird. But um, I don't, I feel like everybody doesn't have the same standard either. Mm-hmm. And just like, it's so much pressure on us to make sure that we're doing this and this and this and like not presenting ourselves in an off-putting way on social media or like there's so many things that we have to check off before an agency before whoever will even like take us on Mm -hmm. but then these families just I mean the families get vetted whatever but you families can tell you anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you know there's a different there's like a it's different yeah it's they like, pay the money and that's that. <laughs> like, how did you even get here? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that uh, that goes back to I'm like rambling. <laughs> that goes back to if us as nannies are the ones that set the standards mm-hmm. and not the agencies or the parents. Like, yes, obviously parents have their own like list of things. Right. But these folks be in these groups asking for above and beyond mm-hmm. 45 50 hours a week mm-hmm. um tutor pick drop off pickups meal prep laundry household management and then be like and we can we can pay you 400 dollars a week mm. what and then when the nannies are in the comments of being like actually like that's not okay that's not okay maybe you should look into a nanny share like now some some of the groups that get they get real body body in there, mm-hmm. but they, you know the other ones, they express like they give alternatives. Like it's not like they're attacking the families, right? And yeah, it's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, families so, tend to get really defensive because for them it's personal. Um, mm-hmm. And because, you know, we are in a childcare crisis, we are in a country that does not help families take care of children until they're five years old. They don't really consider them <laughs> people until they're, you know, in kindergarten. And I think a lot Which of families. Is wild. I you <laughs> think about the, it is. <laughs> the political things going on. Like, no, what? it really is. It, it really does not is. Make sense. I think a lot of families. Um, when they're in their search for a nanny, they're thinking about the help that they need and not necessarily about the benefits that their kids are gonna get, Um, which is how people end up feeling so entitled to your time and what you do with your time and how you spend your day, which is why it helps to have nanny friends when you realize, when you talk to other nannies and they're like, oh yeah, they tried it too, or this family said that too, or they all like that, don't take it personal, you know? Because then you understand that it's part of navigating the industry and you don't feel like you are less than or you're incompetent or you're incapable or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You just know that like, this is one of the mountains I'm gonna have to climb real quick but I know how to scale it, you know, cause mm-hmm. I've been given the tools from talking to other nannies and yeah. learning which agencies are pro nanny and which agencies are mm-hmm. just trying to get that retainer from as many yep. families as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the thing. Like one day we'll be able to tell real stories one day, like real full complete stories. 
but yeah in the meantime in between time (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness yeah this is (laughs) I keep also like going back and forth with wanting our industry to be um, regulated Mm -hmm. because you know like the um What's the name of the, the, the actually, I don't know. Domestic yes, Workers Alliance? Okay, yes, I wasn't sure if I should say it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's one of the things they have been, like, fighting for and things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and I go back and forth because I'm like, I'm like, yes, actually, these we need to talk about these things. These things do need to be the standard. But on the flip side, I fear what it will become if mm. the government gets involved. Just like how they have done with cannabis like mm. it's regulated but it, it's only benefiting certain right people right <laughs> yeah. you get my drift? um and so I don't want I don't want it to I don't want it to end up being like a a, a benefit for some of us and a negative for others which is tricky that's such a valid like, point, though, because even if you look at just like representation, like if you look at most nanny agencies, right, you really only see one kind of person at the helm. Um, and typically the person at the helm is making the rules and making the money. Um, but then when you look at the industry, that's not representative of the industry. So I totally understand yeah. that concern. Um, I think a lot of people have been talking about how we can uh, expect more, expect better from the agencies that tend to represent mm-hmm. us because I feel like when, if we get to a place of regulation, they're going to look to agencies first, right? Because that's mm-hmm. the one entity that is sort of bridging nannies and parents, right? So they're going to assume that they know what's what. Yeah. And it's, I feel like the standards are not, like there's a there's a basic standard, right? Mm-hmm. That like all nannies should be getting regardless of whether they're a new or, well, even if they are a new nanny, like mm-hmm. livable wage, two weeks pay, two weeks pay PTO, like six days, like all of that should be standard Guaranteed regardless hours. of where you are. <laughs> Guaranteed hours, yes, how could I forget that? Um, but then like, I feel like for me sometimes, going into interviews excuse me and because of the experience that I have being like actually for me I want three weeks of PTO mm-hmm. and an additional five days five sick days and for my PTO it's going to be two weeks of my choosing mm-hmm. one week of yours like mm-hmm. I feel like agencies need to let that be known to families as well like okay this is the standard but depending on the experience of your nanny they may ask for more like that could be their own expectation and so you need to be open Mm -hmm. to that or like at least know about it yeah so when your nanny is like okay i don't three weeks you aren't they aren't met with like oh actually the standard is only two weeks right no <laughs> because no you're like, right yes that is but 
for more seasoned nannies, we might, our, our things might look different and that's okay. So like y'all need to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Because in our industry, like the more experience you have, typically the more is expected of you, right? Like mm -hmm. we tend to, so the way that we sort of control the trajectory of our career is to take on more challenging roles typically as we go along, right? So you start off with a singleton, you might graduate to uh, siblings, then you might do mm -hmm. multiples, twins, triplets, then you might do um, learning disabilities or behavioral challenges, you might do special needs, you might do a family that has three kids back to back, uh, you know? And so, the you know, the more kids that you add to the equation, the more difficult, um, the more challenging the work is, the more taxing the work is, and the more time off you need. Like the more money you need to make to be able to outsource things in your own household so that you can really yeah. keep going for your 50 hour weeks, you know? Right. It's not like, you know, there are some industries where you get an entry level, you do grunt work for three to five years and then you coast mm -hmm. for 10, 20 more years and you get a raise every year. That's not yep. how nanny industry like, okay, works. I just need, to, just need to make it through these first two, three years Truly. and I'll be set. <laughs> Truly. That's, we like, work for, us, for it's it. Never, it's literally never yeah yeah so I don't the the pushback always baffles me because I'm I'm doing a lot more you expect a lot more of me um and that's yeah. a whole nother conversation for another day but <laughs> I will say I think that Sarah Carlisle uh the modern nanny is doing some really good work in that oh, um yeah she has compiled a census um of a lot of important information um, from the nanny industry, um, I think in the hopes to establish some standards, but also to let people know what's really going on. So it was like mm -hmm. an anonymous census and she was able to categorize nannies. Um, I can't remember the exact categories. I'm gonna have to put the link in the description to her um, census, but you had like the new nannies, then you had the career nannies then you had the seasoned nannies you had the mm -hmm. you know specialized nannies and corresponding levels of pay for different areas around the country some some other areas around the world um and you know job descriptions and all that sort of stuff so I think that the more we come together as a collective and fill out forms like that and keep the conversation going we can get to a place of establishing relevant standards <laughs> that we are yeah. happy with so that if we get to a point of regulation we don't even have to have a conversation this is what the regulation is <laughs> this is uh -huh. what we're gonna do um uh -huh. so just wanted to shout her out because i think she is taking a very intellectual approach to tackling some of our issues some of our pain yeah. points in the industry for sure no, the census is great. I do know this. She's doing another one, so y'all be on the lookout. Mm -hmm. um, but I, when I read it, I was like, oh, okay. This is wild. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not just me. That that part. <laughs> it's like 75% of us. Okay. <laughs> that part. Because this internet will have you thinking that you make pennies on the dollar it will have you thinking that you're the only person who does any chores for your nanny family. It will have you thinking that you're the only person who ever works a holiday. Um, not saying that you should work holidays, but like 
Veterans Day, I'd be at work. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Columbus Day, which is Indigenous People's Day, really. I'd be at work. Like, I don't get... And it doesn't mean that my bosses are off, (laughs) you know? So I think we just have to be... Take this information with a grain of salt. When someone tells you this is what your career should look like, Mm -hmm. they may be just giving you the ideal and not the real. Yeah, it's definitely not a one size. Per, like your nanny career is your nanny career right mm-hmm. now, but there also still needs to be standards that we set as a collective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so these families aren't family, parents, agencies, whatever. Don't keep trying us. <laughs> um, <laughs> they will still try. <laughs> Definitely, but at least you know then we can be like. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and it's 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 easier to say ah 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 when there's when you have a community behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's I think that's the other thing within the industry that there's so many like individualists. Mm. So it's like a lot of people who are basically saying the same thing. Mm. So like if we if we all like it's people saying the same thing but like one person saying it gets gets heard and the other person saying the same thing is just like oh you nobody nobody cares or like mm-hmm. we don't believe you um so i do feel like if there was if it was less about like me 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 and more about us and the collective mm-hmm. that's you know we Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is evident in the way that like I think and it was part of the inspiration for getting this podcast back going um I think that the nanny industry is a bubble Mm -hmm. and there are several sub bubbles (laughs) subsets of people groups clicks whatever you want to call it but we spend a lot of our time talking preaching to one another what we all already know Um, Mm -hmm. and sending these messages that we need to send to people outside of the bubble because either they're a new nanny and they have not found their people or Mm -hmm. they're a family looking for a nanny and they have no idea what the standards are or it's general society who still thinks we are either Mammy or Mary Poppins, which we are not. So I agree with you. If we were to come together a little bit better, you know, get organized a little bit. Um, we gotta organize <laughs> and send the information out into the ethos. Um, I think that would be a beautiful thing, but it it's gonna take time for sure. Yeah, yeah, and some intentionality. Well, and you know, this is gonna be very helpful, like you said. People listen to you. <laughs> I don't know why y'all be listening to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you just—I don't even know how to explain it. It's the <laughs> The <laughs> Come on, French. I like it. <laughs> that you have in the way that you, like a lot of people, a lot of us, I feel like, do feel the same way and have the same frustration. And like, we can like word vomit to you, right? <laughs> well, I'm going to talk, speak for myself because <laughs> I word vomit to you and I'll be like, I don't know if I'm making sense. I've said it multiple times since I've been on here. Yeah, so. I said it today. <laughs> <laughs> and then you take all of the blah, 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 and you, you know, 
put it together in the way that I thought mm. <laughs> I was saying it in my head. And I'd be like, exactly. <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do. Yes. Honestly. I love it. No, I love it because that's the thing about like, th- there's so many things that are so difficult to explain mm-hmm. to people who have not experienced it. Like parents feel the same way. They're like, you don't get it until you're a parent. It's a very unique experience. You have to go through it to fully understand it. And I think nanny life is the same way. And before I get out of here, because <laughs> I'm, um, before I pivot, <laughs> which I probably won't pivot far, y'all. I'll probably be doing newborn care or something like that. Um, but I want to make sure that I give back to this industry in in a way that you know makes me happy but leaves it better than I found it so I'm I like to interpret our feelings and write them out and send them out <laughs> like a, a thought translator so I'm like yeah I like that all right that's another hashtag I like put that. it on a shirt <laughs> I like that yeah because what you're feeling I want is my real. credit don't be putting my stuff on a shirt and don't credit me We're going to call it the cami. <laughs> it's going to be a camisole. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we always give credit around folks here. With the no filters. We always give credit around here, folks. We learn that we, we give credit around here. Yes, credit is important. Okay, Credit, inspirate. Let people know what your, what your inspiration was. If you don't want to give full credit, you know, mm-hmm. you can say you were inspired by I got mm-hmm. this idea from, I stole, I borrowed this idea from, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Edit this up. All right, folks. Well, that's been, no, I'm just kidding. Um, And that's our time. I adore you. I adore you. I think you know that. I hope you know that. I love what you have yeah. brought to this industry. I love the awareness that you have given me. Um, I learn from you every day, every single day. Some days I learn quickly. Some days it takes a minute. Um, but I love it here. That's right. I love it here. And I... Oh, I want you to share what we're doing in October because it's yo baby that I'm just along for the ride of. So if you would like to tell them people. Uh, okay. Well, um... Please, not that accent. Cross the pond. Um, okay. <laughs> myself, Amber, and am I? Should I? Can I say name? Okay. Mm-hmm. And Elle um, will be hosting a workshop um, called Addressing Gender Bias in the Childhood Space at Nanny Palooza. Um, October 7th is when our workshop will, ta- workshop will take place. 3 p.m. That's all I know. <laughs> well, it's Friday, it's so good. it's yeah, Friday. Friday, so October seventh. If you haven't made your travel arrangements to include Friday, include Friday because this is going to be a good convo, and it's really important, I think, for all caregivers to hear what we guests to say. <laughs> yeah, and I'm nervous, so <laughs> no need to be nervous. I can't wait. I'm really excited. But These I'm are I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited about this workshop specifically because some of these principles I have just been learning, you know, like in the past year, like I have 
Cammy will say something and I'll be like, oh wait, I never thought about it like that, <laughs> you know? And it'll make so much sense, it'll be so valid. And I think that if more of us consider the weight of our impact and the things that we model in the way that we speak to children, speak about children, speak around children, I think we will be raising up a much more capable, much more inclusive, much more considerate, much more secure generation of people. So yeah, we're excited. And the conference is in the Research Triangle Park, which I went to college at Duke right up there. So we're going to have to go see campus for a little minute. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <she's> cute. <laughs> yeah, I've never been there before. So she's cute. <laughs> she's real cute um but yay so that's what that's the next time you'll see us together actually you'll probably see us together several times well, before then but yeah <laughs> but outside of um kiddos yeah <laughs> we'll be good. happy to um meet a lot of people it seems like a lot of people are going to be there so can't yeah. wait to say hi in person you guys can see how awkward i am no honestly listen if y'all see me and i look like I'm very like quiet. Well, I think that I'm quiet around people that I don't really know mm-hmm. or I'm like comfortable with yet. So if it seems like I have like my resting face on mm-hmm. and I'm just like not being too social, just speak to me. I'm not mean. I'm You're not, not mean. mean. Um, not <laughs> just you know, don't be afraid to speak. Yeah. Because I'll probably it'll be a little hard for me to initiate it at first. <laughs> it's gonna be overwhelming. I feel like. <laughs> It's going to be sensory overload for all three of us. Like me, you and Elle are all very like introverted outroverts or something. Like mm-hmm. we, we're very sociable once we're comfortable. But until that point, eh, we're nervous. But anyway, yeah, yeah. we're excited. <laughs> we're excited. This very is going to be excited. great. Yay. Yeah. And thank you so much, friend, for waking up this morning and talking to me. I feel so special. Only for you. Only for you. <laughs> Yay. I don't really have Yay. a sign off yet. Um, full transparency with everyone. But thank you for listening to this episode of A Nanny's Life podcast. And if you learned nothing today, nannies need nanny friends. So go get you some. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Wait, I do have one. I'm going to plug myself. Follow me on Instagram. It's at nanny two underscores cam. Two underscores, y'all. Wow. Don't mess it up. Don't, two please don't underscores. Yeah. She will call you out. Okay. And my apologies, Cammy. I should have done that. But this will all be in the description. You'll be able to click links and find her and follow her and enjoy that ride. <laughs> I always wanted to be like, subscribe, like, comment. <laughs> Hearts, 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 hearts. Like it, like it, like it. Oh, my imaginary YouTube. We need to start your YouTube. You know, I have one, actually. I just, there's nothing on it. Okay. Oh, okay. I do, I need to, all right. We'll talk off. Because I have things. Oh, I was working last night and I have things for myself. Yay. Yeah, I saw you edited the... Anyway, y'all, we telling y'all all our business. Um, yeah, bye. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Yeah. Bye. bye. <laughs>